the most requested bit of information on our Facebook group and really on all different Facebook groups always has to do with pricing, setting up a menu, has to do with food cost. So today I'm going to go over the basics on food cost so that you can understand what you're getting yourself into. Welcome to the 10 Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Table Needs welcomes you to listen in as Christian and Tracy, co-owners of Restless Coffee, spill the beans on their debut year in the food truck scene, uncover the secrets behind their secret menu, how they continually provide stellar customer service, and why building a strong community following is so important. Click the link in the episode description to watch the video for free. As a food-related business, your top two expenses, and this goes for if you're a restaurant, if you're a hot dog cart, if you're a tent, a trailer, or a food truck, your top two expenses are always going to be the cost of your ingredients, which is your food, and then the labor to produce the food. Those are your top two expenses. Those are the two you got to get a good handle on. And if you don't have a good handle on them, it doesn't matter about anything else that you're spending money on because you won't have enough money to spend. So let's talk about food cost. Later on in the week, I'm also going to talk about labor cost, food cost. What you've got to understand is what food cost is and what it is not. You got to understand how to calculate your own food cost. You need to stop asking people on Facebook groups how to do it because most of the answers are incorrect or incomplete. Let's talk about understanding your food cost. Now, I'm going to scare you right now. This is one of those scared straight kind of moments. Understanding food costs, there are four different measurements, and they all have a key role in helping you be profitable. But if you don't understand, there's four different things that go into food cost, and you go onto one of those Facebook groups and say, hey, how do I price this? You're going to get some nut that's going to say, hey, three times cost, because that's how it works. Well, it doesn't work that way. So the four different things that you have to measure your food by, all of these tie together to help you be profitable. Number one is recipe cost. Number two is the actual food cost. Number three is the sales mixed theoretical food cost. And then the fourth one is your food expense. You're going, but I don't understand all that. That's complicated. And it's not complicated. They all tie together. So let's go through them one at a time. A recipe cost. That's what you do before you ever start your business. You think about the food products you're going to sell. How much does it cost you and how much do you think you can sell it for? Now, a lot of people become incomplete on that particular thought process. For example, they'll buy a case of chicken wings. Chicken case of chicken wings costs them a hundred bucks and they go, okay, I need to sell this for $400. And so they break it down and see how much each wing costs them so they can get $400 out of that. The problem is that's an ingredient, not a recipe. Chicken wings are also going to involve shortening because you got to deep fry them. They're also going to involve some type of seasonings on the wing itself. They're going to involve some type of sauces. They're going to involve paper products. So all of those ingredients go together to create a recipe. So you don't look at a case of chicken costing you $100 and thinking you need to sell it for $400 and you're making money because you've left out a whole bunch of other ingredients. So a recipe cost. You're taking everything that goes in that recipe, just like when you sit down to write a recipe or you read a recipe that grandma gave you. 
How much does it cost you for the salt that goes into it, the pepper that goes into it? How much does it cost for the bun, the meat, the oil that you put on the bun to toast it? If you're making chicken wings, you're looking at all the seasonings. You're looking at how much the chicken itself costs you. And then you get into the packaging, giving everybody napkins and we're giving everybody paper bags. We're giving them some type of container to hold that chicken. All of those each have an individual cost. Don't worry about the big numbers. What you got to worry about is the little numbers. So you buy a case of two pound boats and it costs you 40 or $50. Doesn't matter. What matters is how much does that individual boat cost you? Because you got to get hung up on how much the little things cost. Because those little things add up very, very quickly, especially when you start selling two and 300 of them a day. So now the number gets to be substantial. The recipe cost, real simple. Add up all the ingredients. You got to know how much it costs you to produce one burger the exact way you hand it out to your guest, which includes all the paper products it takes to package it. Doing chicken wings. Add up all the ingredients that go into creating that chicken wing, as well as how is it packaged. Selling pizza. Same deal. Are you using a little tent to keep the box from collapsing? Are you using cardboard boxes? Are you selling it by the piece? All of those things have to be added up. They get you a recipe cost. Once you know what the total cost of that recipe is, then you start thinking about creating a price for that product. So we'll do something real, real simple. Let's go to a hot dog. Hot dog with three ingredients. Let's say you're only going to sell hot dogs with mustard, and that's it. And this principle works whether you put 30 ingredients on that hot dog or you only put mustard on it. Hot dog bun costs you 20 cents. Now you have 20 cents into that product. You get your good hot dog, costs you 80 cents. Now 80 cents and 20 cents is a dollar. And let's say you're putting five cents worth of mustard on there, which is a lot of mustard. Now you're at one dollar and five cents. That's how much it costs you. Now here's where people mess up. They look at the hot dog with mustard on and go, I would only pay $3 for that. And they charge $3 for it. So if you take $1.05 and divide it by $3, you have just over a 33% food cost. You will lose money. And this is where you see a lot of people on Facebook groups say three times cost. That's what we just did. Cost us a dollar. We're going to charge $3. And technically it costs us $1.05, so we should be charging $3.15. That's three times cost. You will lose money. And I'll explain why you'll lose money in just a second. But your recipe cost, you need to start at a basis of four times cost. So this hot dog, we should sell it for a minimum of $4.20. Remember, the ingredients added up to $1.05. I'm going to multiply that by four, which would give us $4.20. That equals a 25% food cost. The reason I want you at a 25% food cost as a basis is because you are not going to hit it. You're going to have waste. You're going to overportion that mustard. You're going to drop a hot dog on the floor. You're going to have bread that's going to mold or that's going to go stale. You will not buy a thousand rolls and a thousand hot dogs and then turn around and sell all 1,000 of them. Something is going to happen that causes you to not be able to sell some of that 1,000 product. Remember, you bought it. So even though you account for it as waste, you still bought it. You still paid money for it. And that moves your food cost up. Well, the recipe cost, again, is you sitting at the dining room table, adding up all your ingredients, and then figuring out what you're going to charge on your menu. And I suggest you go four times cost. The next food cost is an actual food cost. And this is where we get into what you really have spent. Sitting at the kitchen table doing a recipe is awesome. We can dream about how many thousands we can make off these hot dogs. But what it comes down to is what do we actually make? 
Actual food cost is taking an opening inventory, adding in all your purchases through the week, and then subtracting what you have left over as far as dollar amount goes. And then whatever's left, that resulting number is your actual food cost, which gets divided by your sales. So if you start with $100 in inventory, you buy $100 worth of hot dogs and buns and mustard, and at the end of the week, you have $100 left over. So you have 100 plus 100 is 200 minus that ending inventory of 100. That means you used $100 worth of food that week. If you look at your overall sales and the sales was $400, pat yourself on the back. Because $100 in food cost divided by $400 in sales is a 25% food cost. That would be perfection. and That would be awesome. But I'm here to tell you that doesn't work because once we start messing around with it, we're going to drop hot dogs on the floor. We're going to burn one of them. We're going to mismake one of them. Somebody's going to want no mustard and we just put mustard on it out of habit. Can't scrape it off. We have waste. So more likely you start with $100 in inventory, you buy $100 and you end up with $90 or $80 of inventory left. And if you only did 400 in sales, now you take that $110, let's say. Let's say you had $90 left over. So you start with 100 You bought 100 That's 200 You have 90 left. That means you used $110 worth of food. Divide that by the 400 you did in sales, and that's a 27.5% food cost. 27.5. That's 2.5% out because you had some buns go sale. You had some buns that molded. You dropped a hot dog. You mismade a hot dog. So that's 2.5% different than your recipe cost you've lost money. Now let's talk about a sales mixed theoretical food cost. This is perfection. You would be taking your recipe costs because again, the recipe cost is you sitting at the dining room table, figuring out what it should be. And you create a menu price based on the ingredient cost. So the theoretical food cost counts for sales mixes. So we're going to add one more product to our food cost. Let's say we're going to sell hot dogs with mustard. That's all that we sell. And we're going to give them a drink. We're going to sell drinks for a dollar and we buy bottled water. Bottled water costs 11 cents. We're going to sell it for a dollar. So when you think about that, 11 times four would only be 44 cents, but no one sells bottled water for 44 cents now, do they? So we're going to sell it for what everybody else sells it for. And let's just say our area is a dollar. So that means that every time we sell a bottle of water, we are making 89 cents. Or if you want to break it down into food cost, the bottle of water food cost is 11%, which is awesome. We want to sell as much water as we possibly can because we're making a bunch of money on that, except we're having to sell it at a dollar. So it means we need a whole bunch of people to make the sales amount be worthwhile. So our goal then is when somebody comes in to buy a hot dog, we say, hey, would you like a drink with that? Got a bottle of water, only a dollar, and sell as many bottled waters to everybody buying hot dogs as we can. Because what that does is it lowers the food cost. So let's take again real simple numbers. If you have 100 hot dogs that you sell, that's $400 in sales. Remember, we're selling them for $4 a piece. If you can sell, and that would be if we only sell the hot dogs and we have no waste anywhere, that would be a 25% food cost. But if we could sell a water with 50% of those sales, that means we brought in an additional $50, but what's it going to do to your food cost? So what's going to happen every time you sell a hot dog with a bottle of water? Remember, the bottle of water costs you $0.11, cents, the hot dog costs you $1.05. So you have $1.16 into that product. Every time you can sell that for $5, because remember, we were selling a hot dog for 4 Bottle water for dollars. That's $5. So you're going to take that $1.16 and divide it by $5 and you get 
a 23% food cost. So now you've made a little bit more. So you want to sell low cost, low food cost items with high food cost items. That's what the sales mix does for you. It tells you what your food cost should be. Because remember, sitting at the kitchen table, we said it's going to be a 25% food cost. But when we get out there and start selling stuff together, it's going to change what we potentially could be doing in food cost. If we sell one bottle of water and one hot dog with every single guest, we have a 23% food cost. But we know some of those guests aren't going to buy one water to one hot dog. They may buy two hot dogs and one water. They may not buy any water at all. And that's going to change what that food cost goal ends up being. It has to be based on what your sales mix is. Then you can start to see whether you're making money or not based on your inventory counts. Because when you take that actual food cost, it should be whatever the sales mix theoretical food cost is. Those two things have nothing to do with that recipe cost that you were doing at the very beginning at your kitchen table. Now let's talk about the one that matters, the one where you're actually spending money, and that's your food expense. So at the beginning of the week, you think, I'm going to do $1,000. If I'm going to do $1,000 in sales, I should only spend $250 in food cost because our recipe cost we set at 25%. So if I'm bringing in $1,000 in sales, 25% of that is $250. Now we don't run out to the store and buy $250 worth of food because we probably have stuff sitting on the shelves from last week. There's certainly paper products sitting from last week. There may be some food products like mustard. It'll definitely last more than a single week. So we only buy up to $250 total. So if we walk around our food truck and go, oh, I've got about $80 worth of food sitting. That means you're only buying $170 worth of new food. That gets you your $250 total inventory. At the end of the week, if you do $1,000 in sales and you have no food left over, because remember, we only bought up to $250. If you have no food left over, that means you have a 25% food cost. That's awesome. As long as you didn't have to buy anything else. Your food expense is what you actually are paying out of your bank account. That becomes an important number. You should never spend more in food expense than what you want your food cost to be. So if you want to run a 25% food cost, then the total amount of food that you buy should not exceed 25% of your projected sales. You got to think about beginning of the week, I'm going to do 1,000, I'm going to do 2,000, I'm going to do 10,000. Then that sets your goal of what you're going to spend on food. If I'm going to do $10,000 in sales, I should have no more than $2,500 worth of inventory. And you look and see how much inventory you actually do have, subtract that from the 2,500 and go out and spend that in new inventory. If you want to run a 25% food cost, you cannot have 40 or 50% worth of your sales tied up on inventory because what that does is it encourages waste. The point being, you've got to understand the recipe cost, which is you sitting at the dining room table and adding up all the ingredients and all the paper products to know how much it costs you to produce whatever it is you sell. Got to know that number. Then you got to know your actual food cost, which is subtracting beginning inventory or adding a beginning inventory, your purchases and subtracting the ending inventory. You got to know a sales mixed theoretical food cost. And then you got to know what you actually are spending. Controlling food costs is easy, but it takes work. It takes work beyond you sitting there and cooking. Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you 
and your food truck business grow.